Welcome to the Pelican Brief Podcast, which is being recorded live on Clubhouse. You can participate in the conversation by subscribing to the St. Petersburg Club on Clubhouse. In the app, if you click on the little green house, you can get notified when we are broadcasting, which will be Wednesdays at noon Eastern time starting next week. You can also join us in the room and just listen, or you can raise your virtual hand and one of the moderators will bring you up on stage so you can ask a question. Keep in mind that when you do come on stage, your mic is usually hot. So remember to mute yourself until you're ready to speak. That's just canned music. We still need real intro music and we're trying to get a local musician to submit something that we can use for the podcast. Did you ask your friend? I copied my friend on the last podcast. We'll, we'll see if she's interested in producing something. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> so Sue, can you introduce yourself? I could, sure. I am a new friend of Joe's, new friend of the podcast. I am at Rebax Action First in Clearwater. I've lived in Florida here for three whole years. But I've been scheming to get down here for about 25 years from New England, where I spent half my year freezing, pretty much. (laughs) October to April, you're just cold. Different degrees of cold. So very excited to be down here. Awesome. Glad to have you. Thanks. Exactly. Me too. My plan is that this is my retirement coming to Florida (laughs) and that everybody I know from Ohio and everybody I know from Colorado will eventually come down here in the next five to 10 years. Wow. I don't know where we're going to put everybody Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I kind of want to keep it the way it is. Let's not let anyone else in. (laughs) We're trying to find a fact checker, somebody who's on a laptop, who's willing to be on the podcast on Clubhouse and listen to the show. And then when we come up with these random ideas, you can look them up on Google or something and be the fact checker, be the person that looks stuff up. Mm. So we were looking up restaurants last time. Couldn't think of the name of the restaurant. The name of the restaurant that I missed last week was there's a restaurant on the top floor of the Cambria and it's new and it's in Madeira Beach. And so we were thinking like, oh, what restaurant had a rooftop restaurant? There is a restaurant on the the roof of the Cambria. I got to try that out. I have been. See, is it nice? It's lovely. The views are almost 360. Awesome. Yeah, it's nice. Perfect. (laughs) You need to be our fact checker. (laughs) I don't know. It sounds like a job for a young, maybe intern, high school kid that's a whiz with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I see. Well, here's the first fact that we need to look up. So when I was 10 years old, when you watch James Bond, and you know, like James Bond's really cool and everything and when you're 10, and uh, and he orders wine. He orders like a 57 Lafitte Rothschild or something. So ever since then, I wanted to have a wine cellar. So if you could look it up, what wine did James Bond order? Was it a 57 Lafitte Rothschild? It's something like that. Or maybe a Chateau Margaux. But of course, he orders the best wine, right? Mm-hmm. Ever since then, I wanted to learn about wine. I wanted to to get a wine cellar over 10 years later my girlfriend and i in cleveland ohio went to a restaurant oh why didn't you just tell us you think i can pronounce that so apparently james bond ordered a chateau angeles premier grand Cru class saint emilion 1982 now it had to be a different well maybe there was a i was thinking of the sean connery james bond from the 1950s and he ordered like a 57 chateau lafitte rothschild too late in the years <laughs> 
I mean, maybe a later. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's the one you just said. Yeah. Really? Yes. What year? Um, It doesn't say a year. It just says this is from the movie made in 1971. I see. So I was fascinated with wine and wine cellars. So then jump forward. <laughs> I think it is still in existence. It was called Giovanni's in Cleveland, Ohio. was known for having reasonable prices on awesome wine. Mm. And I tried this wine, and it was the best wine I ever had in my life at the time. And I was probably 22 years old, <laughs> maybe 25 years old. And I wrote it down. This is before the internet. So mm-hmm. I kept a little piece of paper in my wallet. I carried it around with me for 40 years. <laughs> That wow. wine was Claude Dubois Marlstone Vineyards. It is this wine right here, this bottle right here. Oh, really? wow. So it's like, you, it's like show and tell. So you've had Claude Dubois. Claude Dubois yes. is like a regular bottle of wine. You probably get it for $10, $12. It's a very nice wine. It's in California. It's a California winery. But they have this special Marlstone Vineyard. It's quite a bit more expensive for the Marlstone Vineyard. It is made the way they make wine in Bordeaux, France. Mm. It's a blend, but it's all California grapes. And so I kept this Marlstone Vineyard on a piece of paper in my wallet way before the internet. Carried it around for like 30 years later, I finally built my wine cellar. I built a wine cellar in my house so that I could experiment with this. My goal was to be able to buy wine and cellar it and make it better. And so the whole trick to buying wine and cellaring it is, is, you know, that eventually it'll be better when years later. Well, years later, you're either going to say in your mind, wow, that was an awesome wine wine, I wish I had bought more and cellared more, but now I can't go back in time and cellar more. Or, you know, what happens 10 years later and you try it and you're going, eh, it wasn't that great. I wasted my money. The trick is to find experts that can tell you what a wine is going to taste like in 10 years and try and figure that out. It's an art form mm. to collect wine. Now, I know, Victoria, I'm really disappointed that you got this parking ticket. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> the parking at our office here in Clearwater Beach is really managed in a very strange way. You can only park for 30 minutes. Just the rules around how to park in this particular parking lot outside of our office, it amazes me (laughs) why anybody parks here. But I feel bad. I'm really grateful that you've helped me put this podcast together. So 20 years later, bought this bottle of Marlstone Claude Dubois. This particular bottle was vinted in 2002. Wow. In a month, this is going to be 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I guess they harvest in the fall, which is around October, and then they put it in barrels, and then two years later, they put it in bottles. But I would like you to have this. No way. I'm giving you this Aww. <laughs> this is an awesome bottle of wine. Yay! That's at, so sweet. At one time, you can see the dust on it. I love it. I love the dust. I'll keep the dust. <laughs> it's been sitting in my cellar for almost 20 years. Now, Victoria, are you going to drink it, or are you going to cellar it yourself? I do not have a cellar, but I will figure out a way to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. Save it for a special, special occasion. Nice. So this experiment that I've been doing with wine, I enjoy the hobby because you have to drink it. If you cellar it too long, it will start to trail off. They call it peaking. Wine peaks after so many years. After it's peaking, it'll decline. I mean, if we could look up what a Claude Dubois Marlstone 2002 would be worth. (laughs) I have an app for that. You have an app for that? Oh, she's the wine connoisseur. I do like the Vivino app. When you're out somewhere, (laughs) you take a picture. No, V. 
V-I-V. Oh, yeah. Vivino? This particular vintage was an awesome vintage in California at the time. And it just brings back a lot of memories for me. After I started cellaring wine, I needed really good advice. And there was this guy and his father had a liquor store in New Jersey. And his goal was to buy the New York Jets. And every week he would do a wine tasting on YouTube. He would have three different types of wine. He'd go on YouTube and he'd do a YouTube video. He would taste the wine right in front of you and spit it into a little bucket that had the New York Jets on it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I became addicted to watching this guy's wine videos because I was putting together my cellar and I wanted to make sure that the wine that I bought would be really awesome 10, 20 years later. I would just sit for hours and watch his videos. I was just completely addicted to his videos. Well, that guy was Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? I do not. Really? Well, now he has become an expert in business. He has created a media company. He's a, he's a social media expert. Recently, he has created his own NFT. Cryptocurrency enthusiasts follow Gary Vaynerchuk since he introduced his NFT not even a year ago. So this year, he created a company and it is called Empathy Wines. And this company went out and it is harvesting grapes from the best grapes in the Napa Valley region. This company's goal is to create a wine that competes with with $200, $300 bottles of wine. Wow. And, and he cool. just created this wine. It came out this week. I ordered it and <laughs> it's going to arrive at my house in the next two days. How exciting. It's very exciting for me because this bottle of Marlstone that I just gave you represents the start of my whole wine experience. It was all because of this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk, and then he just created this wine and I'm going to get it in a couple of days. And you're going to sell it, I take it. At least one. Mm. Right. <laughs> it's like I got more than one. <laughs> we should bring wine glasses to next week's podcast. That's, we what, that's what I'm hearing. Yes, that's what I'm hearing too. Yes, of course. <laughs> the story gets better. So he also came out with a book. He's written several books. The fact checker should figure out how many books <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk has written. He goes by Gary V, Gary V-E-E. So he wrote a book. The book is coming out. And because of all the COVID delays, the, the book should have been out, but it is coming out next week. I also ordered multiple copies of his book and I will be giving away one of these wines and the book next week when we do the show next Wednesday. Wow, that's awesome. And here's how it goes. So it's pretty straightforward. I'm giving away an $80 bottle of wine. And a million dollars of good advice. (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) Now, the winner will do four things. Number one, you will need to perform a random act of kindness for the holidays. And the more creative, the better. Number two, you must explain it on social media and tag myself and Gary V, who is the author of 12 and a Half, Leveraging the Emotional Ingredients Necessary for Business Success. That's his book. And then number three, you need to be in the St. Petersburg, Florida area or the Tampa Bay area. Mm -hmm. And then number four, you'll be my guest on the Pelican Brie podcast so that we can hear your story and present your winnings. Wow. So we will give an $80 bottle of wine and a book to whoever does a random act of kindness in St. Petersburg. That's cool. Love it. Chance to be on a podcast. And to be on a podcast next week. What do you think? I love it. So you've got to get the word. 
word out so you get some good competition. And how cool is it that they're going to be running around doing random acts of kindness? Yeah, re- exactly. Record it somehow, or I love that. Yes. I'm going to put my thinking cap on. See what I know. Do we get to with. compete? <laughs> well, you kind of already competed, so I'm thanking you for your random act of kindness Aww. for helping me. With, I wouldn't really have this podcast if it weren't for you. Aww. And then you got a parking ticket on top of it. Because of, because <laughs> no of the good deed t- goes unpunished. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I'm giving you a 20-year-old <laughs> bottle of wine that's an $80 bottle of wine. So cool. You need to um, so cool. do Gary Vaynerchuk's video, and it's probably going to be like a 20-year-old video okay. of how to decant wine. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is the type of wine that you would want to de- decant. Yes. You want to do it for a special occasion. You can do it for the holidays. Mm. You can do it for a birthday. It's a good idea. For you know anniversary with your husband, when you know whatever you want to do. At some point, I would recommend to do it at some point this year because, as in the last Ooh. four weeks of this year, or like New Year's Eve <laughs> or something. Well, in wine years, this bottle. Has so been, I have till next October. You're saying yes. So it, yeah, but I mean in wine years, this Marlstone is peaking right now. Okay, this is the premier best year that you can drink the best wine that I ever had when I was 22 years old. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> so cool. And so you'll see. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you so much. That's so fun. So that's our first random act of kindness. So now, yeah. who will be our random act of kindness? So we're looking for somebody. Keep it going. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. We want to pay it forward. And we want to find the next person who's going to do a random act of kindness in St. Petersburg. We want it to be local. Mm-hmm. And we want them to come on the show and talk about it. Perfect. I mean, I, I think ideally we would hand them this $80 bottle of wine and book in the show so they would have to come in and do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise, anybody else on the show could just come in using Clubhouse. And tell me again the name of the book because I want to look it up. The book in is... In case I don't win it. <laughs> <laughs> the book is 12 and a half. And we actually have a person named Adam on Clubhouse. We actually have Adam and Judith. We can welcome them to the stage if they'd like. I will invite them. Great. But we're looking for people to do a random act of kindness in St. Petersburg. And then if they're willing to come on the show and talk about their experience, the winner will get an $80 bottle of wine yeah. and Gary Vaynerchuk's book. And the book is called 12 and a half. The subtitle is leveraging the emotional ingredients necessary for business success. My order of books is going to show up next week. Mm. However, I got the audio book just came out today. Oh, cool. So I was listening to it on the car on the way here. Very nice. That's a great topic. Great books that you've read, whether business or otherwise, that have just you've felt have been good and important to you and whatever reason. I always am interested to hear and inevitably I learn something new or definitely I'm a book gal. Yes, I have a lot of those types of books. Um, mm. you know, working on yourself, business type books. I have a lot. So I could definitely recommend some more. Mm. <laughs> awesome. Well, I did your um your fact check for the the author we were talking about that he's gonna give out a book or a random act of kindness along with a bottle of wine. And so he has written about nine books in the past ten years. Wow. All um the same self-help aspect of making yourself better and your work and life. Great. I wonder if he has a podcast. I'm sure he does. I feel like yeah. everyone has a he's, podcast nowadays. Oh, he's got a lot of stuff. <laughs> With the technology, especially like him, somebody that's established, you can do one and you can really do all of them kind of thing. Because mm. you can, if you do a YouTube channel, you can turn it into a podcast and mm. things like that. So it makes it a lot easier if you have your toes in the all types of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Adam, welcome to the stage. Hello. Yeah, I was just checking in to see what's going on. Uh, I like the the contest, promoting doing something good. Yeah. It's always a nice avenue to take. Mm -hmm. Awesome, Adam. Were you on our other show? Yeah, he was on the very first one we did. Yeah, First or second. Welcome back. Yep, it's been a while. A lot has changed, but (laughs) a lot has stayed the same. (laughs) Right, exactly. So what's our next topic? So I know you guys have already heard about it, but we have a new fun restaurant bar coming. So it's a new... New cocktail lounge and cafe is now open on Grand Central in St. Pete, obviously. So it's called Dirty Laundry. The mind behind many of St. Pete's favorite hangouts is Stefan Schrute. He has other restaurants like The Avenue, Parks and Rec, and No Vacancy. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, those are really good ones. I didn't realize he was responsible for all of those. Wow. I got the article from St. Pete Rising. It's a great avenue to keep up with all things St. Pete. Mm. So they say, first of all, I have no doubt that people will walk by thinking this is a real laundry mat. However, the curious will discover that dirty laundry is the only laundry mat that will leave you dirtier than when you came in. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So yeah, this is going to be a really cool place to come and it will be funny to see. I'm sure they'll get a kick out of watching people walk by and look in the windows and kind of wondering what's going on, what this is. I wonder how many people will show up with their laundry basket. That'll be good if that happens. <laughs> In their sweatpants thinking they're going to sit around and do their laundry. I would love to be able to do my laundry while I'm at a restaurant. That's a good point. Like, yes. Get two things done at the same time. Such a good idea. Yeah. See, they miss their window. It looks like they actually do. And some of the pictures that you can find on social media, they have, there are actual washer and dryers in the background. Might as well. <laughs> Toss some porters in there. <laughs> See if they're still functioning. It's so fun. I actually went there for the first time. I live just down the street. I went on Friday. No way. How was it? Oh, it's a very cool spot. It's like a speakeasy. Mm. So is it really that, that might be big of a secret, but it's very, uh, right. very nice inside. Cool. So like did you try the food or the drinks? I just had one drink. It was one of their signature cocktails. And, uh, mm. They had... Um, Something very notable with me, they had these very long ice cubes. It was a very tall cup, and they had this, I guess they import ice. The guy said from Ebor, they, 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 there's, there's an ice place over there where they get their ice from. The super clear ice that just goes in the cup. Oh, interesting. Hmm. That is interesting. Um, I'm also into yeah, making... Yeah, definitely a nice... Mm-hmm. It is an art form to make the clear ice. I'm also into that. So I, oh, I make my own <laughs> ice balls. I envision his... He was explaining more of a cylinder. That's what I was or, picturing. But hmm. I make the ice balls that you would put in a whiskey glass. Mm-hmm. And uh, to make the clear ones, you have to Mm -hmm. do some very specific things. And sometimes you make an ice block and then they cut the ice cubes out of it. That way they get clear. Mm. It's it's quite an art form. They do look beautiful when they're clear. Yeah. They're neat. So I'm into that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to have to make it to the dirty laundry. Yeah. I like the fact that it's a cafe and I guess speakeasy is both terms you would use. So you can go there in the morning. It opens up at 8 a.m. And so it holds two purposes to it. I think that's cool. Mm, I saw coffee pictures. So yeah. Wow. That was exciting. You know who I'm going to introduce this podcast to is I have become friends with a couple that started St. Pete Foodies. They're great. This would be right up their alley. So they're always checking out a new place and giving their opinions and whatnot. So I think they would love to come on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they would. Be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So St. Pete Foodies. We'd love to have them as a guest. Yeah. Ultimately, we can utilize Clubhouse Mm -hmm. if they became members on Clubhouse. 
clubhouse. They could be, you know, wherever they're at at the moment if it's lunchtime. And from now on, Adam, just so that you know, we're going to be doing this show at lunchtime on Wednesdays. So it would be awesome to mm. get a, a restaurant update. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's I, so many new restaurants coming in in St. Pete. It's insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. I have friends that opened one this past year, which is fabulous. Have you tried Sauvignon Wine Locker? Yeah. Oh my Sauvignon's goodness. Good. That's Sauvignon. so cool. Yeah. Husband and wife team, attorneys, overachievers. Yeah. During COVID, most of us sat around watching, you know, binge watching and they got their sommelier certificate or licensing and right. followed their passion and opened that up. It's a really cool little spot. Really neat. Yes. I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there. That is an awesome place. I'll send you a link. So, you know, if we had that fact checker person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently, and I'm not real good at it. We have to get better at this. But apparently you can add a link to the top of the podcast. But oh, so I, everyone can see it and click on it. Yeah. Oh, cool. And how do we do that? Mm. I want to know how to do that. So our next episode is going to be on Wednesday. By then, I want to be able to pin a link to the top. So we'll have to learn how to do that. But I've created a blog post that I'll send you. Okay, great. And then you can send it to your friend. And the blog post explains how to log into Clubhouse and how to become a guest on the Pelican Brief. Perfect. Hopefully they can be part of the conversation. Yeah, that'd be fun. What is next on our list? So we were going to talk about the Tampa Bay Rowdy is some soccer. So they played their last game of the season last night. So a little article from Tampa Bay 10. Tampa Bay 10? Yes. After a COVID outbreak denied the Tampa Bay Rowdies the chance to fight for the title last year, the team went into Sunday's USL final with the hopes of winning it all. But despite an incredible season and the support of a sold-out stadium of cheering fans, Rowdies came up short, losing the championship game 3-1 to to Orange County FC. But they did not end up being USL championship winners as they were last year. So they played a really good season. I have the stats right here. For those Rowdies fans that we have on here, they probably already know it, but they won 23 games and only lost seven. So those are pretty good numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fits in with the, the rest of the whole Champa Bay theme. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Almost had it. So Tampa Bay has such a well-recognized reputation with the Super Bowl and all. Right. But, Tom Brady. But really, Tropicana Field is in St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. The Rowdies. And, and the St. Rowdies Pete. are in St. Pete. Exactly. Side note, Tom Brady followed me down. I just want you to know. Oh, I okay. moved from Boston the year, <laughs> the year before, and I knew he would miss me. And sure enough. That is too funny. <laughs> Because we call it the Pelican Brief, you mentioned John Grisham. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. You're a fan. I'm a fan, yeah. In my other life, I was a, an attorney up in Boston, and I was lucky enough to meet John Grisham. My evidence professor was his professor back at Old Miss, and he had him come in and just speak to our little class, and it was mind-blowing <laughs> to be hanging out with him. And, and the biggest advice he gave us all was, don't practice law if you don't want to. It was very funny. He really kept saying, if you don't feel passionate about this, use your degree for some credibility to do what you love. And he told us how he would go into his office an hour early every day. And before he opened his door, he would write. He said, I had little kids at home. I had no extra money. I wrote for one hour a day before I opened my law office. And that's how he wrote. He said, I figure 365 days is is a book if I write a page a day. And then the next year I'll spend editing it. And that was, that was the story he told for the first one that he did, which is a time to kill that was a really good one too wow that's amazing that what good cool. advice <laughs> i know 
real. <laughs> and here I am practicing real estate and not practicing law going, well, I get to differentiate myself as your smart choice reality. You get a free lawyer brain out of me as I'm negotiating on my it people's nice. behalf. So, right. <laughs> yeah. One of my other friends, her name's Danita. She's written two books already. Nice. So lawyers who write books. <laughs> it's such an ambitious thing to me. It's it I really love is. the idea of it. I just pictured myself on the book tour, though. <laughs> the sitting down and actually doing the work, it, it's yeah, a lot. You have to have the mind to be able to put everything together. It takes a lot of discipline for sure. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm all about the book tour and the publicity. Exactly. <laughs> but That's I, the have fun part. A, I have to have a book to promote first. <laughs> exactly. All right. So in a week, I will receive my books in the mail from Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm. And I'm going to receive this very special wine. It's called Empathy Wine. Oh, you I can look it that. up online. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Empathy Wine. And it's a very special issue of Empathy Wine. It has a cartoon picture on the label of an elephant. Okay. <laughs> it's Gary Vaynerchuk's Empathy Elephant cartoon. Next week, when I have the Empathy Wine, then we can announce the contest for the random act of kindness in St. Petersburg. And so <laughs> next week, we will be issuing that. We'll be putting it out on social media. Mm. And whoever comes up with a random act of kindness in St. Pete, we'll be able to bring them on the show. Do you guys have any other advice on how we might be able to get the word out? Only is sharing it on social media would mm -hmm. be a, a good one. Mm -hmm. Doing it. Um, we had talked before about sharing our podcast on the St. Pete Rising. I love St. Pete pages. I love the Berg. Mm -hmm. Those would be good places to share it out. Right. Love it. All right. And Adam's on here. And he, I don't know if you remember from the first episode, he had just did a jingle for another company. Yes, so you the, need to bug Morgan. him about doing our, our jingle again. Oh. <laughs> he keeps popping in and out. Oh. But he, oh, he's um, gone. Yeah, he's gone. There was a jingle contest for Morgan and Morgan, oh. and he submitted his jingle to them. We were willing to take a second place jingle for our podcast. Sure. We haven't received a submission. <laughs> well, um, thank you for having lunch with us on the Pelican Brief podcast. Special thanks to our guests for their contribution and insight. You can be a part of the next conversation by joining the St. Petersburg Club on Clubhouse. If you click on the green house icon, you can be notified when the next episode is being recorded, which will usually be Wednesdays at noon. I'm Joe Gerlach. I'm Sue Legree. I'm Victoria Haney. And we're hoping that the rest of your week is productive and enjoyable in St. Petersburg, Florida. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Wrong one.